vineyard which was in Jezreel, hard by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. Hard by it, it was very close. Not just some distance, but very, very close by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. And Ahab uh, spake unto Naboth, saying, Give me thy vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near unto my house, and I will give thee for it a better vineyard than it, or if it seem good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. And Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid it me that I should give thee the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. And I say amen to that, amen. amen. If you study your Bible, Ahab was the most wicked king that ever was. And uh, he was at the top of the list. And uh, one of the reasons, I guess, it, it spurred him to be uh, a wicked king, guess, guess who his helpmate was? None other than Jezebel. I mean, if you've got a wife that's named Jezebel, you ain't got much choice but to be wicked. Amen. <laughs> Come on, guys. Say amen. You're backing me up, right? And, uh, and Ahab came unto his house heavy and displeased because of the word which Naboth the Jezreelite had spoken to him. For he had said, I will not give thee the inheritance of my father's and he laid him down upon his bed and turned away his face and would eat no bread. Boy, I believe he was having a first-class pity party, amen? If I ever see a look at a man that is a child, childish behavior, that's childish behavior, amen? Couldn't have what he wanted, couldn't have his way, so he goes home and he's not going to eat. He lays down against the wall and won't, have, won't even talk to nobody because he can't get what he wants. But Jezebel, his wife, came to him and said unto him, unto him, Why is thy spirit so sad that thou eatest no bread? I mean, he was in bad shape. I mean, he wasn't feeding his flesh. He wasn't eating nothing. He was just looking at the wall. And there was his wife, and he said unto her, Because I spake unto Naboth the Jezreelite, and said unto him, Give me thy vineyard for money, or else, if it please thee, I will give thee another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give thee my vineyard. And Jezebel his wife said unto him, Dost thou now govern the kingdom of Israel? She said, Well, ain't you the governor? Ain't you over Israel? Arise and eat bread, and let thine heart be merry. I will give thee the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. You see how wicked this couple was? So she wrote letters in Ahab's name and sealed them with his seal and sent the letters unto the elders and to the nobles that were in his city dwelling with Naboth. And she wrote in the letter, saying, Proclaim a fast, and set Naboth on high among the people, and set two men, sons of Belial, before him, to bear witness against him, saying, Thou didst blaspheme God and the king, 
and then carry him out and stone him that he may die. And the men of his city, even the elders and the nobles who were the inhabitants in his city, did as Jezebel had sent unto them, and as it was written in the letters which she had sent unto them, they proclaimed the fast and set Naboth on high among the people. And there came in two men, children of Belial. They had conspired to lie against Naboth and set before him, and the men of Belial witnessed against him, even against Naboth, in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth did blaspheme God and the king. Then they carried him forth out of the city and stoned him with stones that he died. Then they sent to Jezebel, saying, Naboth is stoned and is dead. Let us pray. Our Father, I want to thank you for the privilege to be here. Lord, it's always a blessing for me to walk through the doors of Mount Vernon. This is holy place to me, and I thank you, God, for each and every person here. I thank you, Lord, for the good report of you've been calling people, young men to preach, and you bless this church, God, with new voices that's going to bring forth the word of God. God bless them, I pray, dear God. Bless all these good young people in this church. And bless every mom and dad, dear God, and every grandfather and grandmother, dear God. And bless dear uh, brother, pa uh, brother Bill, the pastor. God, help him, I pray. Lord, as he uh, shepherds the flock, dear God, use him, I pray, dear God. And Lord, help me to be a blessing, God. I want to be a blessing, God. That's what I come for, to be a help to your people. God, help me, I pray. God, put a guard against my tongue, and Lord, fill me and anoint me afresh and anew, dear God. And God, we'll love you and we'll thank you for all that you do. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen. and amen. amen. And I was thinking about this message, uh, this thought. You see, Naboth was a sincere and loyal worshiper of the true and living God, amen. And he had this vineyard that was hard by the palace of Ahab. And I, I like Naboth. I, I like his uh, tenacity. I like his fervent. I like his courage and his strength. And, you know, if, if you're going to live for God, it ain't like it was 20 or 30 years ago. You know, there's more wickedness in this day and age than it's ever been. I mean, they, this is the age where they call good evil and evil good. I mean, there's wicked people. You see wicked people. There's wickedness on every hand. And uh, you see weird people today. I mean, you out in the world, you see people that's got all kinds of things hanging on their faces. And they're dressing anyway. I mean, boy, this is 2022 ain't like it was in 1979 when I got in. Amen. Um, and Ahab desired Naboth's vineyard. And, uh, you know, I like what Naboth said. Ahab, he, he was enjoying the blessings of being in his will. So Naboth knew that the vineyard was his by what? By inheritance. That was his father. He said, God forbid that I should give thee the inheritance away. He told the wicked king, no, no, emphatically. I mean, he didn't put no ifs and buts, or he didn't say, well, I'll pray about it, or, or maybe, maybe down the road. He said, no, it's not for sale. Amen. 
He said, no, I'm not going to give it up. And they took it by, by lies and uh, deviltry and sin. But you know, it cost them in the, in the end, amen? And you know, in the law of Moses, it was taught that land was to stay in a family, amen? And uh, you know whose family we're a part of? Guess whose family we're a part of? I walked into the church in 1979. I was in the wrong family. I was, my father was the devil, and I was serving my father. I was living a wicked, ungodly, devilish life. But when I walked out of the church that night, guess what? I changed families. And I went back to my dear old dad that I, that I loved. He was not my blood dad, but he was the only dad that I ever knew. And I woke him up that night and told him, I said, Dad, I won't be drinking no more. And he looked at me, and I was sleeping. He said, boy, what you talking about? I said, Dad, I became a Christian. I got saved tonight. And, uh, and I live in that little house now, the same little house that I lived in as a child. And I, I go into the same little kitchen where my sister, she went home to glory from that little kitchen. She had a massive heart attack and slipped off the glory. She was a Christian. That little house means a lot to me. I mean, it's like a landmark. I can go to the window where I went home. I come home a week before I come in here to Mount Vernon, and I stumbled up there the last time I got drunk, and, and I stumbled knocking on the door, letting them let me in, and she played that tough love. Thank God that tough love worked on me. She said, I'm not going to let you in tonight, drunk. So I went to the little window, and I busted the window out by accident. And uh, that was a week before I walked into Mount Vernon. And I get to live in that little house again. I get to walk around and say, God, this is where you begin to work on me right here in this little house. It's to me, I mean, it ain't much to anybody else, but it's, it's a holy ground to me, amen. It's where God uh, began to work in my life. And I believe Naboth, he knew that this vineyard that he had was a gift from God. It was something, you know, and, you know, we all have a vineyard, don't you think? We all should be, have a vineyard where we're working by fruit. We need to buy fruit. The Bible teaches us the vineyards, I think about, it must have been when uh, Nab uh, Ahab, he must have woke up and he, he'd look out the window and he could see Naboth's vineyard. He could see Naboth working in that vineyard. I mean, hoeing and weeding, and, and it must have been a beautiful vineyard because it was, it was given to him by God. Yeah. And, had, uh, you know, grapes, I mean, they, they smell the aroma in the summertime. And they have must have been, he said, boy, I want that vineyard. I want that vineyard. And, uh, you know, I got to thinking, uh, uh, we ought to be like Naboth. We ought to say to, to, to the Ahabs of this world and the Jezebels of this world, you can't have it. You can't have it. It's not for sale. My father gave it to me. Amen. Ain't God gave us a lot of things since we've been saved? Boy, I, I tell you, I got to thinking, I never had fellowship with God until I got saved. Amen. You know, and I want to say to the devil, and I want to say to all, 
to the Nabobs, the Ahabs, and the Jezebels of the world, and they're on every hand. Do you know Jezebel's still alive today? Isn't she still alive on planet Earth? Isn't she alive in Surrey County? You don't have to look far. She's everywhere, amen. I mean, I see them just everywhere, down the road, up the street. Uh, and, and guess how many Ahab's? Ahab's still alive today, amen. Wicked people. But, I, you know, I, I just got to thinking, I, I, I don't want to lose my fellowship. I don't want to give my fellowship away, amen. I, you know, when I was going to the bars and, and, and drinking Butt Dumber and Miller Lowlife, I never had fellowship with God. I never said amen, praise the Lord, glory to God in a bar. You ever heard that in a bar? No. But when I got saved, guess what? My, my talking, my speech changed. And I started using these uh, uh, heavenly terms, praise the Lord and glory to God. I never used that before. You know what? I, I had fellowship with the God of heaven. Fellowship. And guess what? Jezebel wants to take that away from us. Young people, don't, don't let a Jezebel... That dresses, you know how they dress. She wants to take your fellowship away from what, that you have with God. Don't do that. Don't let Jezebel, don't let Ahab take a, your fellowship with God. Or oh, I, I like what uh, how it felt that night when I went home and I laid down in my bed where I sleep tonight, tonight and I had fellowship with God. You know, I laid down with the peace of God. And Scotty, that night I got saved, I walked out on the porch and looked up in the sky. But you know what? It's like the stars was just twinkling back to me, telling me everything's all right. Your sin's gone. You're my child. You're, you got a home in heaven. And I, I had fellowship with God. And I, you know what? We shouldn't want to never. There's nothing worth trading our fellowship for. Amen. Let's tell the devil it ain't for sale. We have fellowship. Isn't it a blessing to walk in the church and you're in fellowship with him and you're in fellowship with your brothers and sisters. And you can walk around and shake hands and wash each other's feet and kiss each other. I tell you, that's priceless. That's priceless. So I want to tell Ahab and Jezebel, and I see them quite often. They're, They're everywhere. I want to say you can't have it. It ain't for sale. Oh, thank God for that. And something else you can't have. You can't have my favor with God. My favor. I like what Ephesians Paul said this. By the way, Paul was the chief of sinners. But guess what? Saul became Paul when he became born again. And you know what? You know why Paul became who he was? Because God gave him special favor. Special favor. And his God... God is no respect of persons. He can take the lowest and the gutterest and make a, 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 a saint of God, make a, a, a useful uh, soul winner out of it. I like what he says, Now to him that is able to do, to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power or according to the favor that worketh in us. I don't want to lose my favor with God. I want to tell uh, Ahab and, and Jezebel, it ain't for sale. You can't have it. You can't have my favor. I want to be able to go to, into, into the uh, Dobson jail, Bill, in the weeks and uh, years and weeks and months ahead and be able to win them boys to God. But if I, if I draw back 
and I'm, I'm, I'm sold out to the world and to the flesh. You know this old flesh? Well, I call it flush. It's still working, amen. Come on now, let's be honest. I don't see nobody. Let me put my glasses on. Do you have any wings, angel wings? We're all down here in this old sinful body, amen. Say amen. And the devil's going to come to us, and he's going to entice us, and he's going to point something out or somebody else out to us. But let's not sell out to the devil and to the world and to the flesh because we need favor with God. If we're going to win our loved ones, I got loved ones that's not saved. Boy, I got family members, Brother Bill, they made a little shallow profession, but it ain't really, it ain't, it ain't what I got, amen. Hey, I, I, I got the real goods, amen. And I, I tell you, I, I want to have favor with God that I can knock on their door. And I say, I want to talk to you about getting right with God, doing business with God. But if I don't have no favor with God, I'll, I'll have no strength, no power to win my lost level. And that's why I'm still down here at the age of 66. God wants to use me. He wants to use you. He wants you to be an instrument to bring other people to Christ. Amen. Boy, I tell you what. I like what. Look in Luke. Luke the Gospel of Luke chapter 17. I like what this verse says. It's talking about favor with God. And the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain of mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamore tree, be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Can you imagine how that could be done? A sycamore tree to be plucked up by the root and planted in the sea? Planted in the sea? You see, for with God, nothing is impossible, amen. If we have favor with God, if we're not selling out to the, the devil and the flesh and the Ahabs and the Jezebels, and, and they're going to attack us more as we get closer to the coming of the Lord, amen. Is it not more wicked today than it was 30 and 45 years ago? I spent 22 years in Europe. And, and living in a wicked society. But I, guess, I come home, guess what I think, Bill? I've come to the conclusion it's more wicked here in America than it was over there. And I, I love my f country. I love my flag. I defended my flag every time I got a chance. I defended the American flag over there. But when I come home to the same neighborhood, there's wickedness like I never saw it. It's wickedness everywhere. And I, I just want to be like Naboth. I want to say, you can't have it. My father gave it to me. I want to keep my favor with God. I want to keep walking with God. And my steps are getting a little slower, Bill. Eyes getting a little dimmer. I don't think it's clear. But I still want to have favor with God. In my old age, I still want to have favor with God. I want to be able to be a soul winner. I want to go to the prisons. And I want to be a blessing to God's people. Amen. That's what we're still down here for, Amen. to be a blessing to people and bring sinners into the house of God. Amen. Amen. Let's determine we're going to tell neighbor, Ahab, you can't have it. Then something else, you can't have my fruitfulness. 
You see, this is the vineyard that Naboth, he held on to. And they lied to get it. But you know what happened to Jezebel and Ahab in the end? They died cruel deaths. They throwed Jezebel out the window. And her blood splattered on down. And the horses trampled it. And the dog come up and licked it. And they just found their skull in her hands. And that's all that was left of her. Because she lied on the man of God. You know, you can't have my fruitfulness. I like what John says. I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. See, remember Naboth had a vineyard given to him by his family. We as believers, we have an opportunity to bear fruit for his glory. Herein is my father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples. You know what Satan hates? He hates a fruit-bearing Christian, a soul winner. Boy, he, 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 he's going to work against a soul winner. Beloved, let us be strong. Let us be a soul winner. And I like Naboth's tenacity. I like his courage. He didn't beat around the bush. He just flat out said, you can't have it. My father gave it to me. And I want to say to the devil and the flesh, and everybody that don't believe in God, I said, I'm not for sale. My heart's not for sale. My spirit's not for sale. My walk is not for sale. It ain't nothing that the world has that can offer me that, that gives me more happiness and peace than being right with God. Being able to lay down my head on the pillow at night and say, God, thank you. Thank you for this day, what you did for me. Thank you for blessing me. Thank you for protecting me. Thank you for giving me everything I've needed today. And he's never let me down. Why should I let him down? Why should we sell out? Amen. Amen. This is what God laid on my heart. Let's pray. Father, I know the thought was short, but God, you, you laid this on my heart. And I pray, dear God, if somebody's struggling today, Lord, if there's an Ahab in their life or a Jezebel somewhere that's trying to destroy their fellowship with God, please help that young person, help that mom and dad to do business here at the altar, dear God. God, thank you, Lord, for Naboth. Thank you, God, for his courage to stand up and say, it ain't for sale. Lord, have your way in this invitation. And God, will love you and will thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Brother Bill, you come on, brother.